one time i would like to do sort of a half fade with that the countdown going and the music so they they could see me dancing to it you know i mean you guys too i guess but me mainly i mean i can see you dance to it oh you can that's great i, I didn't know you yeah, could see I'm, the other screens. i'm the i'm the i'm the leader oh i didn't know that was one of the leader's powers in this instance yes <laughs> oh i see <laughs> Uh, hey, 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 hey. What's up to all our sidekicks and hedge folk out there in the Geek Nation? You're currently tuning into the Colts Pop podcast live stream, a.k.a. Spoiler Alert, episode 758, huh. uh, where I guess me, I, we could probably review a couple books if, if we feel so inspired. But yeah. really, I think we're just going to hang out. Yeah, I think we're just going to hang out. I'm going to drink this pumpkin beer. That's cool. Oh, I forgot to get my drink. I'm going to try this Kit Kat pumpkin pie candy i had uh, one of those maybe. earlier and it smells a lot like pumpkin pie cool yeah enjoy uh, i haven't tried one yet so i'm excited and um we'd see if we have some emails in the email bag um but cool. other than that comment below hang out with us ask us questions this is really just i have a headache i've had a headache all day my body feels like stupid and mm. uh I could not get all the books read. I could not concentrate. And I thought, let's just do a, a hang. Let's do a hang. A hang cast. Let's do a hang. Yeah. yeah. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. Located still to this very day huh. at 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA. It's a super rad comic shop. Uh, catered to uh, nerd and nerd adjacent individuals of all shapes and sizes. That's cool. Um, yeah, Brian Lieb is with us this week. Hi. That's it. Yeah. I mean, not that's, that's not, not all not that enough. I am, but right. that's all the people that are yeah. here. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. I'm trying to have so many tabs open that I yeah. can't find the StreamYard tab <laughs> to get back to uh, the show. We're doing. Oh, here it is. Hey, here we hey. go. Uh, let's see. Noel's not here. Noel's not here. <laughs> but hopefully so i'm in charge of the i'm in charge of the gifts so i'm throwing up the gifts nice uh it is my gift to you hmm. um let's see oh we got comments we got robert comment. monroe jr says good morning jd and b what up b good morning i am totally behind when people refer to me that way i think it's cool yeah, that, yeah it sounds yeah. cool right i think it's, it does sound very cool Action figure expert says, hello, hello, hello. What's up? What's going on? How you guys doing tonight? Well, I'll tell you what, action oh. figure, figure expert. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. I'm, I'm just good fine. Thanks. Yeah. I, I'm great. Like, there's nothing wrong in my life. Everything is amazing. Hmm. I just have a headache, and I just don't feel great. So there's that. There's those two things. <laughs> but in the overall, right. everything's going well. Everything's, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
in a long enough timeline, yeah, well, everything is wonderful right now. Does that apply in this situation? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Sure. Well, that's all I need. Robin Monroe Jr. and action figure expert, ask us questions because that's what we're going to be responding to tonight. Yeah. Gonna... Any kind of like comic geek nerd related things. What has? Uh, what what have you? What haves you? Haves you? <laughs> the what's the what's have you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be terrible. This is gonna be good. So, geek um, was originally about people, right? A carnival geek bites the head off a chicken, right? Oh, if you ever hear about yeah. Mike the headless chicken, the chicken that lived for like two years with no head? What? That's right. So is this I'll, a joke? I'll take. As a no, no, it's a real, I mean, (laughs) depending on your perception of what a joke is, but uh, this actually (laughs) happened. (laughs) Um, This actually happened and they, you know, I guess he was, had his head cut off and he lived for two years and was like an attraction. And it was just, you know, I guess the distributed nervous system was able to maintain that, uh, that existence for the chicken. I, I, what? Yeah. It didn't have uh, a head. No head. They fed it How through it a little eat? dropper. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> they fed it through a little dropper that into the into the throat, you know. Oh. And it asphyxiated, which is what it eventually died from, not not having a head. I can't tell yeah. you're sassing me. I sass you not, JD. I wouldn't sass huh. you about something like this. But if I was <laughs> I would something this incredibly important to our relationship. I would never <laughs> set you about something like this. Not like this. Not chicken related stuff. <laughs> uh, Mars Comics says, hello, JD. Hello, Brian. Hello, everyone. Excellent. That's one of the things I love about Mars Comics. Mars Comics gets into the um, into the chat and mm-hmm. says hello to every person that they see. Okay. Reminds me of Twas the Night Before nice. Christmas when, you know, it kind of. And uh, Merry Christmas to all, and to all and a to good all, night. Uh, yeah. Has that kind of feel to it. And I like that. Uh, oh, man, the questions are rolling in. Look at that. Robert Monroe Jr. says, what did you think of Dune? I'm so glad you asked me, Robert. Uh, I think that it is a book I haven't read and two mm-hmm. movies that I haven't watched. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I can agree with you partially. Uh, yeah. Well, I well you should agree, agree with me you fully because those, those are all facts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, and I'm cool with them. Um, okay. I've read the book. I've read the books, actually, the, uh, all of the Frank Herbert ones anyway. Right. Oh. And I, I really enjoy the book, although it can be pretty dry at sometimes. It's also very, mm-hmm. very vast. And I like stories of that nature that are like expansive and very philosophical. And, um, so I am really looking forward to seeing the movie. I haven't seen it yet. I didn't want to go to the theater right away. I was hoping for, I may see it this week in like an, an evening show. Uh, yeah, I would like to see I. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see it. Well, maybe I'll tell you when we're going to see it. Oh, <laughs> and, <yes>. then, <laughs> and you could sit nearby. Um, cool. So what do you say? Let's see. Mars comics heard about the chicken. You're lucky. You're lucky that Mars comics is you up. It, it does raise my quality. Of I, life, t- I think. I, I take Mars comics word over yours every day. And so since they're agreeing with you, uh-huh. <laughs> that bodes well. Mm, not for uh-huh. me. Uh, oh, how 28, 28, 14 is here. He says, hello, Mars comics and everyone. Hmm. Um, I never read the books or remember much about the original movie, but 
I love this Dune movie. The cinematography nice. and music is so good. That is awesome. That's really good to hear. Um, yeah. That's one of the things I was mainly excited about was the the view of Dune. Um, mm. I mean, I shouldn't say mainly. This story is very cool too, but it's a it's a movie that you know Dennis Villeneuve I you know has a reputation as being like a, a really kind of good director for large things, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and Dune is definitely a big, good director for large things, a good director for large things really moves a tall man around. Yeah. Very well. Um, no, you know, uh, I just didn't want to use the word expansive again, cause I already sure. used it to describe this. Um, anyway, great. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. Um, I, uh, I'm currently looking through my, my liked videos on TikTok because mm-hmm. there was one TikTok that I thought was pretty far problem with it was, uh, with this technique of scrolling through my likes in order to find a video, a specific video is that I like so many videos. Yeah. I'm one of those people who feels bad if I don't like a video. I'm like, Oh, they work so hard on that. I'd like it. Hmm. Um, so uh, anyway, it was basically the guy is uh, taking a TikTok of himself. And he's in the parking lot. He's here. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm, I'm ready to go to see Dune. And I'm cosplaying. And he, he holds the camera further away so you can see. He's a rotund gentleman. And he's wearing a tan color oh, outfit. That. And he says, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm uh, he says, like, I'm cosplaying as the titular Doom, uh, Dune. <laughs> so I'm very excited yeah. to see that character. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. Nice. Uh, I did not do it justice, but tough titty toenails. I That's say. right. I saw it before. What are we drinking, gentlemen? Says Mars Comics. Uh, what do you What do you got there, JD? I have so across the street from my shop in a place called Pitcher's Pub, oh. and uh, Sean, uh, the owner, is very sweet, and he gave me a uh, growler oh. of pump, like a big old like a tub of um, probably I think it's pumpkin. Okay. Pumpkin. I've had that a pumpkin pumpkin flavored ale. A pumpkin ale. <laughs> Cuz I I go hard on Halloween. Like I'm one of those yeah. guys, I don't give a like give me all the pumpkin flavored everything. Um sure. for better or for worse. I have a feeling Judy, for worse. I, in fact. I'm going to try this right now this pumpkin pie Kit Kat. Sans hyphen. As we know, that's one of those things that some people think there's a hyphen in Kit Kat and then they're like Things have changed. There was always a hyphen. It's no hyphen. What? I've never heard any. People it's thought that there I... was a kit hyphen cat. Kit hyphen cat. Yeah. Nah. Hmm. I um I didn't expect them to be orange, but I'm I'm glad about it. I JD I always loved pumpkin spice things. Right, like mm-hmm. since since way back when they were much rarer, and mm-hmm. I have just become increasingly happier and happier that more things are pumpkin flavored. And I hate this. Uh, I know some people aren't into it. Yeah, it smells a lot better than it tastes, right? This is terrible. Yeah, it doesn't really this. remind one of a pumpkin spice item, <laughs> but it smells like it does. So that's a shame. I'm just gonna put it back in the wrapper. Put it back in the wrapper. Sure. What are you gonna we'll do? We'll just mm-hmm. <laughs> just oh, reseal it underneath. To... And put, <laughs> we'll put it back in the Halloween candy bin. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> for you to enjoy next time. Yeah, so that's the trick. <laughs> if that's the trick yeah. one. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to regular Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. Here we go. 
Wash that down. It's a mini one, so they were really good. So, what are you, JD? You and I have talked a lot about um, our favorite events, right? And you and I both. Um, Like in life or? Yeah, like in life. (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry. Comic events. Oh, sure. Okay. You know, event comics, uh, summer, Mm -hmm. summer events, what have you. And you and I have both mentioned Blackest Night pretty regularly as maybe our favorite. I thought you were going to say Armageddon. 2001. Oh, yeah, that that was awesome, too. That, however, to me was a little it was an event of a different age where (laughs) those um, they were. uh, Oh, Mars Comics does not. (laughs) I'm not sure if he's serious or not, but he says, oh, my God, what do you mean? There's no hyphen. But then he put a smiley face. So I'm thinking he knew about the no hyphen. Is this a Mandela effect thing? It is. Yeah, so I am always very hopeful that I have jumped universes, some kind of weird time thing is happening, right? That would be awesome and exciting, unless it turned out terribly. But um, that being the case, I still get annoyed with the Mandala effect things, because a lot of times I'm just like, no, you just are remembering it wrongly. The reason, there's believable reasons, you we all say, Luke, I am your father, right? Because right. that says Star Wars. No, I am your father isn't the idea. You know what I mean? It's the quote, but it's not the idea you're trying to get across. And that's yeah. why it became Luke, I am your father. Um, there was no movie Shazam. It was called Kazam. And it starred Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. not Sinbad. And it's like just something that I was aware of. So when people are like, yeah. no, no, it was Shazam. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Uh, Noel is texting us from his honeymoon. Yes, he is. And he's happy, loving it. Happy wedding. Happy second wedding, Noel. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to Noel. Oh, he just sent us a photo. Uh, is it? A, let's see. We think it's penis. It's Noel in a oh, pool with two not. drinks. <laughs> Fan. There's Noel. There he is. On his honeymoon. I love it. Sans wife. Yeah. <laughs> Just him, him in an entire pool by himself. Yeah. He went to get a little alone time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, the Mandela effect is just we've, we have. Mis- misremembered things. Right. There are perfectly reasonable um, explanations for why we remembered those things differently. I'm and... sure like Bernstein bears versus Bernstein bears. Like that's, that doesn't really bother me. Here's the thing though. Sushan and I, my wife and I have talked about this a couple of times because there's a movie called the Mandela effect. And yeah. um, just recently we were talking about the Mandela effect of Stouffer's stovetop mm. stuffing. Okay. What's the thing? You know, is it that it's not Stouffer's? It's just called stovetop stuffing. And it's from Kraft. Kraft stovetop stuffing. There is apparently uh-huh. there is no Stouffer stovetop stuffing. There was no commercial that says, you know, oh, your mom's having Stouffer stovetop stuffing. My mm-hmm. mom's having Stouffer stuff. You know, what was it? Your mom's having Stouffer stovetop stuffing at six o'clock. <gasps> My uh, mom's having Stouffer stovetop stuffing at six thirty. And they like yeah. invite each other to each other's house for dinner. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, I remember that one. But apparently those conniving it was, kids. Was, right? Just yeah. trying to just trying to get that, that mushy bread. The, um, oh, I mean, I love it. I love that stovetop yeah. stuffing. 
But stuffing um, is I'm, stupid. You don't like stuffing at all. <laughs> like, Do I like soggy bread? No. Okay. What about French toast? That's not soggy bread. That is. It's not hard. <laughs> that is like it's been grilled. Yeah. Not well, steamed inside a carcass. All right. Well, you prepare your bread your way, and I will prepare it my own. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that your technique of making French toast was to uh, steam it inside a carcass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw do the carcass a method. French, a French carcass. Yeah, exactly. I don't have it that often because of the moral implications. <laughs> um, Ghost hand two four six. Children just have terrible memory. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, especially you know, we live in our one. heads a lot as kids. Uh, Robert Monroe Jr. says, J.D., I make a great cornbread oyster stuffing. How much can you get in each oyster? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a which itself, size. Which itself is <laughs> a carcass. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, what were we talking about? So, <laughs> Well, you know, you can easily Stouffer's. get from a yeah, Stouffer's. The more you say it, I don't. There was a was there a Stouffer's something else, some uh-huh. other product that was Stouffer's. But yeah, Stouffer's stovetop. So doesn't that sound like a whole sentence to you? Stouffer's stovetop stuffing. That's a thing, right? I feel like there's just two words in it. I think right now I could have been convinced that it was Stouffer's something. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But um, um, oh, uh, so my I'm sorry. The thing I was about to say was so Sushan and I have talked about this before. Okay. Like, oh, back in 2012 or 2013 or whatever the date was, they, uh, uh, some sort of collider got turned on. And that's when people theorized yeah. that the we uh, somehow s- switched over into another dimension. Sure. Another reality. Sure. Um, and they, they obsess over this stuff and they're just like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. To which Susan and I go. And hmm. our lives are not much different. But wouldn't that intrigue so, you just to, wouldn't that like blow your mind just to know that it could be the case and was the case? You know what I well, mean? The, yeah. no, uh, I mean, forgive me if I'm wrong here, Brian, sure. but it could be the case. Um, I, and it has no, not blown my mind. There's nothing to forgive, GD. You are not. You're right. It yeah, could be it, the case. It could be the case. It literally yeah. could be right now the case. To which I say, all right. No, no, I mean. Like, if, it's neat, like, but I'm not going to obsess about it. Nothing in my life has changed so dramatically. Well, not that you're aware of, <laughs> but um, maybe you only remember the little things. Um, but that would be the case anyway. Oh, what I mean is like, if you found out that that was true, you know, you're like, oh, I now have incontrovertible proof that we've shifted into a different dimension. I would still be like, neat. Oh, really? See, I'd be like. What, what else is there to do about it? I don't know. I think I would just be, it would open up to me some realms of possibilities. Like what else is there to do about it? Yeah. Right? Like now what's the deal? I don't know. Um, but, uh, Oh, what is it? Ghost hand two forty six says a theory. I also have is we saw stuff on a different language or an instance where they screwed the print of a cover and it stuck. That's interesting. That's, that's very possible, right? There was something where there was, um, you know, maybe we just saw like a foreign country's thing. And yeah. which does change yeah. the titles and that kind of thing. Um, or like a translation. Who knows? That's an interesting yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'd be pretty blown away if I found out. I so want those kinds of things, right? I would so be interested in some sort of extraordinary 
comic or sci-fi-esque thing, then I am like relentlessly rigorous about making sure if something feels that way, <laughs> is it actually the case, right? Like I'd love to get carried away in the whole, we, we switch dimensions or whatever, but you know, if, if I think it's the case, I want it to really be the case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, you know, I can understand if like, Oh, in the ocean, I had a wife or I had a different child, right. or something like something major was different in my life, but it's like, Oh, okay. We somehow we swapped realities. Uh, <laughs> and now, uh, Bernstein is spelled different. I would, I would assume though, that it would be like, if you were reading a comic, right. A sci-fi story, wouldn't it start out with noticing just little things? And then you're like, wait a second. And then you build on it and, it, and you're yeah, like, oh, these yeah. other things are different, right? Um, I wonder if this could account for, because I, <clears throat> this is also just, again, this is probably just my um, uh, experience is a little mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. uh, before, before the switch, mm -hmm. people seemed smarter to me mm -hmm. and I had a better outlook on uh humanity as a whole mm -hmm. and then more and more i am shocked at mm. the factual presentation of the world being put in dispute mm. like flat earth like all of a sudden we just decided one year oh maybe it's not round what now to be fair that i did hear about that way before um, you know, it kind of like got big, yeah. but I mean, that still doesn't account like that idea existed, but why did it take off? Right. Yeah. Like it really took, I just feel like one year it just really took off and I started hearing a lot about mm. flat earth mm. and I was going, what, what, what do you, you know? What, is this, I, a, is this a joke? The, so their, their FAQ page, when I first saw them maybe like years ago, over 10 years ago, the first question that they answer on their frequently asked questions is this a joke? <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> yeah. no, this is not a joke. This is the real deal that we believe. Um, here's what I wonder, right? This, uh, the time frame that we speak of has seen an explosion of information, right? Information availability. And That's true. everyone is able to find stuff out and spread either purposefully or not misinformation. Mm -hmm. But we're, it's really cool to be able, like, it's a very human advantage thing, right? We can learn, we can absorb information and we, we like doing it. And we like knowing things that are like in the know, secret things, new horizons, right? Yep. And yep. I wonder if all of that new spread of information that we haven't learned to handle yet has resulted in some really good things, spreading really good information, but also in susceptible areas people that are like, Ooh, I, 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 this is something that nobody else knows. And it kind of, kind of makes sense. There's nothing that proves that it's not the case. And mm -hmm. that's partially what leads us. <clears throat> into I, yeah. I honestly, I honestly think it's just people wanting to feel special and feeling yeah. like they've got a peek behind the sausage of the world that exactly. no one else knows about. Exactly. They know uh, something but to pick something. Listen, mm -hmm. my problem is you pick the dumbest shit to, mm -hmm. to, to, the, the dumbest sword to fall on. Yeah. Something we have active proof of. And you're just like, no. I flat. think that some, in some ways makes it easier for people to believe, right? 
if you tell somebody a little tiny inaccuracy, if you're like, um, hey, do you know the the American Revolution was actually in 1775? People are like, no, <laughs> you know, like you are incorrect. But if you say like, hey, do you know the I don't know. I, I don't know some grand crazy thing for the, you know, uh, you make some larger claim. It's almost easier to believe because it's so unbelievable. You know, yeah. it's so far outside of what you think you already know that you're like, oh, what if? Um, and speaking of liking being in the know, what tickles us about secret identities? Which, uh, you know, is that similar to it? Right. Mm -hmm. Why did we think it was cool, at least in the 30s up until two years ago, one year ago, for Superman to secretly be Superman? Right. Yeah. To have this one up on other people. I don't know. What's Ghost Hand 246 say? Well, I'll tell you, they say the multiverse theory exists with or without the Mandela effect. It's more of a butterfly sure. effect situation in which we question the importance of our individual action. Also, people are dumb now because we have too much free time. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Are people dumber? I don't know. Are we smarter? But, you know, it's maybe a, a species-wide Dunning-Kruger effect where we're smart enough to see our flaws. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I once wondered if, you know, there's the butterfly effect that he's talking about where you make a decision now, but if it was different, then all these different realities come out from underneath it or from, I mean, around it. Could that have happened in the past too, right? Like, are there different realities that could have led to this moment exactly mm -hmm. right could two different like uh let's take the berenstain bears right one reality where it's spelled the way that some where it's spelled berenstain bears the other reality where it's spelled the way that it seems to be in this world and people misremember it right both of those things are could produce this exact moment you know um, mm -hmm. So is it possible that there's infinite different pasts that each of us could have inhabited as well leading to right now? And um, maybe that's why we remember things differently. Hmm. Who knows? Neat. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mars comic says, I think maybe it started as a joke and people ran with it. Now it's a whole thing. Um, and you know, that sometimes happened even at right. Do you ever start saying something? kind of ironically as a joke and then it just works its way into your actual personality uh, yeah <laughs> yeah know? for sure there are a yeah. bunch of like phrases uh, -huh. uh that i that i absolutely abhorred and for mm -hmm. no good reason other than i just like oh sure. that's stupid awesome balls. Right. i can't think of, yeah. this isn't one of them but all i can think of right now is like amaze balls. an ex-girlfriend mm -hmm. of mine used to text me oh that's yeah. amaze balls, and i was like what the f don't tell uh, fuck amaze balls. don't do that and then, you know, after a while of like the maze balls, and I started saying that's a maze balls. Uh -huh. And now you just say it. <laughs> yeah. I, I named my son a maze balls. Yeah. I think he's going to yeah. go far with a moniker like yeah, that. Me too. You know, who's going to be like, I don't like a maze balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, um, so oh, Hal says, so maybe mm -hmm. there's a world where Harry Dick Beckinsale. Hal 2814, I think there's no maybe about it. Right. I think that there's definitely a world where you're married to Kate Beckinsale. Right. Because in, fact, in the multiverse, everything, right? Right. Everything, I, ha every, yeah, there is a multiverse for every single yeah. thing. 
I would say also there is not just one world where you're married to Kate. Well, it's not you, but somebody who is very similar to you is married to Kate Beckinsale, probably an infinite amount of infinitely infinite variations on somebody like you married to Kate Beckinsale. I don't know that it's the case. It just seems the most likely, right? In an infinite amount of space, infinitely varied things will happen. Um, Seems good. You know what it probably was? This other Hal. Yeah. Didn't spend his time on podcast message boards. And that freed up those, those like that hour a week. That Kate Beckinsale time. And he was he was at the same place that Kate Beckinsale was at. Yeah. And they they, you know, she asked him for a light, and he was like, mm-hmm. I don't really smoke, so I don't have a light. So right. then he went to someone else and got a light for her and then brought it oh. back to her. And she was like, How sweet. He doesn't even smoke, but he went and got me a light anyway. I I like this guy. And now yeah. that's that's you know, the rest is history. That is one of one of the house that is married yeah, to one of Kate the Beckinsale. House, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are many house out there who are married to Kate Beckinsale. Probably. Yeah. Or even somebody with a different name that looks and acts exactly like the Kate Beckinsale of this universe. <laughs> um, it's all, yeah. it's all going on. Um, but the, yeah, the actual yeah. Kate Beckinsale of that universe is yeah. like a neo-Nazi scumbag, but yeah. like there's another woman who looks and, and acts exactly like Kate Beckinsale. Of her universe. name's like. Right. Cause it, some of their universes would have one that rhymed with Kate Beckinsale yeah. and it wouldn't seem strange to them at yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in that reality's name rhymes with Kate Beckinsale. Oh, they're, yeah. they're the right Beckinsale reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, ghost. So sorry. Ghost in 246 says it's less people are becoming inherently dumb and more People are denying reality more because our current social, economical, and political landscape is too oppressive mm-hmm. for people to handle. Pretending mm-hmm. you are in no with a conspiracy can be a coping mechanism. That's interesting. Yep. That's an interesting idea. Um, maybe also the distance, even pre-pandemic, you know, the distance uh, brought on by just like the way that our lives play out now, right? The mm-hmm. Less social makes it easier to go down your own rabbit hole um, and reinforce, yeah. right? Like when you aren't face to face with other people. Um, yeah, I wonder, and I wonder also if the greater amount of information makes it harder with, in terms of being a coping mechanism. Knowing so much more about everything else that is going on in the world, just individuals' lives, having to kind of the the pressures brought on by the greater knowledge of like how do various groups want to be treated and should be treated and um what are the what awful things are going on elsewhere in the world and not to mention possible threats existential climatic and otherwise um you know all those things are very overwhelming and being in the know knowing how things work is like what we do, right? We try to know what is happening in the world. It's way, it's our evolutionary adaptation, right? So conspiracy theories and other other systems of belief help us do that. I'm curious about what it, what it is about. So in, what, in Ghost Hand's opinion, what mm-hmm. about our current social, economical, and political landscape is too oppressive? That was less oppressive before. Well, what time frame is he talking about? I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, and... Yeah, I mean, it was 
it was always oppressive. I think maybe, maybe getting less oppressive over the centuries, right? A feudal system sounds worse than now as, as imperfect as things are now. Um, we are living in a world that we didn't adapt to, <laughs> you know, we're living with all of these systems that we made up, um, that don't necessarily work for everybody. Uh, well, <laughs> there's no, no, not, not necessarily about it. The systems yeah, don't yeah. work for everybody, for everybody yeah. and maybe not for anybody really, no mm -hmm. matter how well they seem to be working out for some, maybe psychologically. Um, yeah. Um, Oh, how to a one four. So isn't this the, isn't that the concept of department of truth comic? The more people believe something, it might become true. It is. Yes. It is. Yes. Um, great comic book. Yeah. From James really Tynan, the Martin yeah. Simmons. Yeah. Uh, excellent book uh, from image comics. And it basically has a, uh, what would you call that? Like a, sh like a government, like Task a quasi-governmental organization, like possibly part of the government, but yeah, like a like an FBI type to deal with this particular problem. They, yeah, they, there are too too many people start to believe in conspiracy theories, then right. all of that belief reshapes the world so mm. that that belief is true and always has been true. Which is Very, an idea that I've entertained. I mean, there's even in one of the issues of Sandman, they talk about that where everyone believed something in a, in a dream in that case um, enough so that it became that way. Right. It's an interesting idea. It's a sort of power of the human mind kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, whether we can do it now or not, that's, uh, certainly the uncertain. The back of the book says, Cole Turner has studied conspiracies all his life from flat, earth flat, um, from flat Earth theory and the assassination of JFK to modern day crisis actors. But he isn't prepared to live in a world where collective belief can turn fringe theories into reality. What is the terrible secret revealed to Cole when he is inducted into the Department of Truth, a top secret branch of the American government that has been tasked for generations with making sure dangerous conspiracies don't gain a foothold in the real world? But as Cole pulls back the curtain on every, as, as Cole takes a peek behind the sausage <laughs> on everything he ever accepted as fact, he must ask himself whether his, this mysterious department is a force for good dot, mm. dot, dot, or if oh. it is more sinister, if it has more sinister reasons for wanting to control the truth. Probably the second one, but, probably, they, prob probably but they probably think it's the first one. Yeah. You know, here's the thing I would assume in that, in that world, right? It's not just if a bunch of people believe a conspiracy theory, it becomes true. It's whatever people believe is what becomes true. You know what I mean? Like at that time was, uh, did the sun used to revolve around the earth and then it eventually started revolving the earth revolved around the sun because enough people believed in it, which is actually a, a theory, you know, among, I don't know, physicists is the right Theorists? word. No. Yeah, but like the anthropomorphic universe, <laughs> theory among theorists, you know them by their overstuffed chairs and smoking jackets in the loud. <laughs> um, and uh, the anthropomorphic universe that like our consciousness creates the world around us, yeah. um, which is, 
you know, maybe a double-edged sword. Maybe it's a little Mandala effect-ish, but um, I think as long as you don't believe something with no reason, entertaining the idea is uh, is just fine. Um, and it's certainly an interesting idea that our consciousness, mind stuff, is what this world is made out of. Um, and if it was true, that would be cool. It would be the only way to find out would be to examine it. Taking a sticker off a book right now. Yeah, is it going? How's it going? Going swimmingly. That's nice. That's a very hat appropriate phrase, JD. I feel like oh, yeah? in that kind of cap would say swimmingly. Thank you. It's a new uh, cap. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Like those are called uh, Kangle. Is that? I don't know. I, I feel like it's called a Jeff a Cap. Kangle uh, is a brand. Oh, it's called uh, a Jeff Cap? It's called a Jeff Cap. I like that so much better. I know so much more seems to embody the kind of yeah. kind of feel of that cap, right? Is it spelled J E F F or G E O F F? I don't know. All right. Oh, uh, well, we do have an email, though. Oh, we have an email. What's it about? Should I read it? It's got a, yeah, it's, there's a so. question. Oh. Uh, again, too many tabs. Too many tabs. Too many tabs. Uh ah oh, fudge. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh. Nope, that's not it. How's that? A little like Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah? yeah a little bit. It uh, keeps getting funnier good. every time I tell it. Sorry. I don't remember that part. I saw that's what it was. I, I've seen this in The Exorcist 185,000 times, and it keeps getting every single time I see it. <laughs> I love that. that's a great movie I haven't seen that in a very long time well you go ahead I, and vamp you you keep talking about stuff until I can find this fucking email okay sounds good um, what were we talking about the multiverse theory yeah. that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. Um, uh -huh. uh, the guy who created the, mul the multiverse theory um, I forget his name his son is the lead singer of the band The Eels. Um, yeah, the lead singer of the band The Eels, whom I know from the American Beauty soundtrack. Um, oh. His father was the first to... The many worlds interpretation of quantum physics where um, the idea is that the, I, the idea of other universes makes some of observations in a quantum physics experiment make sense. So, so uh, he did that. Um, it always tickles me when in a TV show, they're like, oh, we've, you know, we've destroyed the multiverse. Now there's just this single universe. And I'm like, no, there's the real, <laughs> the real multiverse is out there. It doesn't matter what you say in this. That's still another world. And I exist too. Uh, I shut up. I found it. You found the letter. I'd already <laughs> stopped talking. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Hey, Cold Poppers, thanks for all the great shows. I was just wondering, in the spirit of the holiday, which is now over, in the spirit of the holiday, what is your favorite horror movie? Hmm. Sub-question, what is your favorite Halloween candy? Interesting. Do you want to go first or shall I? Um, how about I'll answer the candy question first and then you answer the horror movie question first. We'll break it up like that. How do you like that? All right, go. So, uh, I don't have a favorite Halloween candy. They're just regular candies in smaller sizes. Um, you don't really see candy corn around a lot. 
So other than Halloween. So I guess that's the only Halloween specific candy that I can think of other than like pumpkin shaped Reese's peanut butter cups, which are very good. Um, I like candy corn and I don't understand the recent deluge of, of despising uh, for, for candy corn. You know, people seem very against it, just like they're against um, uh, honeydew melon, which in my opinion is the superior of the honeydew and cantaloupe melons. They're coming out of the woodwork to say they don't like candy corn and honeydew melon. Um, uh, so, can, yeah, what do you Candy think? corn is, uh, everyone hates it. That is And it. I've always hated it. The world is not, and was not that way. This is the universe that I live in where I once liked candy corn and might still, but I haven't had it in about 10 years. <laughs> so, um, you don't like it? I hate candy corn. Candy corn is the, the, you know what else? Yeah. I keep calling them packing peanuts. Uh, circus peanuts. Oh, yeah. Those are not great. <sighs> not at all. Bullshit. Um, They're bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Those I don't like. You know what I really don't like? And this is Halloween specific. The wax lips. Those are not candy. Those, <laughs> Those are candy. candy. It's not a food. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> Although there are, there are marketed as food. <laughs> yeah, there are other ones yeah. which are like little soda bottles the that are wax with like two sip. droplets of a syrup in it. <laughs> yes, and a it's bird's I... breakfast of soda. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's what I always feed my birds is yes. two droplets of soda, <laughs> and then the rest is. A wax, wax soda <laughs> container. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, what's your what's your favorite candy? Did you say it? Well, I guess my answer was I cannot think of any Halloween specific candies except candy corn, and now also wax lips and those little soda bottles. Yeah. So out of those, I've got to go candy corn, right? Because um, what else well, is Halloween? Listen, I don't specific? think I'm. I don't think they have to be Halloween specific. Uh, oh. let's so, say, let's say you're yeah. out trick-or-treating, right? You and I are out trick-or-treating. Yeah. Uh, what's your, first of all, what's your costume? Um, like I just made one up or the one that I actually wore this year. No, no, uh, whatever. Um, you and I are yeah. out trick-or-treating. Okay. What's your costume? I am, uh, the invisible man, <gasps> which was a costume that I did as a kid and always kind of wanted to do again. Oh, actually. Well, I mean, you could see me. I was wearing clothes and I wrapped my head and, and hands in, oh, in those bandages very right, cool. right? Very and cool. sunglasses yes. and whatever. And I always was like, that worked out really well. I'd love to do it again, but I would never repeat a costume back in the day, you know? Yeah. Um, but can I actually, while I was talking, remember this, what I thought was very cool. One year I wore a suit and I had a, a dress up shirt and in the abdomen, I had gotten this like uh I don't know, like a goblin mask, right? And so I, I had it protruding from kind of my abdomen yeah. uh, coming out of this shirt. And I, like I had duct taped it to a t-shirt that I wore underneath. Sure. And so I had this like goblin midsection as my That's in, fun. In suit. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, and we walk up, we walk up, we yeah. go to the street. And hey, then what's your the, costume? The, oh, um, come on. <laughs> See, it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> I'm the clitoris. The clitoris. Yeah. Hiding in behind stuff. <laughs> Hard to find. <laughs> um, uh, so, the, 
You know why? Because if I choose that, if I have to be the clitoris, then I have to do some research and find it. Um, <laughs> so we know uh, where the clitoris is, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Just, we're kidding. <laughs> it's especially on ladies. the body. Yeah, the human female of many mammal species, maybe. I don't yes. know. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how many species. Um, so uh, what are we? Oh, so, okay. Yes, my point yeah. is we're, we're there. Favorite I'm favorite. a clit. Yeah. You're a goblin. No, I was the uh, half man. goblin, half <laughs> goblin torso person. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. And uh, they, you I'm a clit, you're your, a goblin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, reach out your sack. And they yeah. drop in candy. Sure. What is the candy that they're going to drop in there? They were just like, oh, just yes. Sweet. And we're, we're saying, we're going to say the full bar option is off the table. Any full bar is great, right? You get a, a giant size, regular size. That's no. what we want. No, you give me a candy. giant size mounds. I'm still disappointed. Oh, that's a really good point. I don't care for them, whether they have nuts or not. The Almond Joys and mounds. Sometimes you feel like it. Sometimes you... I never feel like either of them. I never feel like, <laughs> yeah. Terrible candies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the clit reaches out its sack. And <laughs> yeah. what is what is dropped in? Yeah. The question to you. Question. Oh, me. You know what? <coughs> I'd probably be into a Milky Way. Um, oh. All right. In the, the Reese's peanut butter cup, uh, cup really. <laughs> Popped into my head, but I think it was just because we were just talking about it. I, yeah. I think I put Milky Way trickling into that bag. I'm all about nice. it. Yeah. All right. Mine doesn't exist anymore. Oh. But there's a reasonable facsimile thereof. I used okay. to love the Mars bar. Oh, okay. Those don't exist anymore? Do you know the Mars bar? I know of it. What, what was it? Basically, if you yeah. have a Snickers almond now. Right. Okay. That used to be the Mars bar. From the Mars company. Uh, if you look at the right. at the back M &M of the Mars. Yeah, Eminem Mars. Um, I'll tell you, back in the Mars day I would, when I was growing yeah. up. I would not have liked that. I did not like nuts in my candy back then, but oh, now I feel like I'd be Oh, I love it. nuts in my candy. Yeah. You drop all those uh, nuts in my sack. Yeah. Coated. Oh, if anyone you know what, while we're on the subject. Of if anyone out there yeah. in uh, the Cold Pop Nation has has a, a tie to a delicious chocolate covered peanut mm -hmm. please send me a link uh mm. i used to love goobers at the Do movie they theater they make them they oh. make them okay but recently not. i bought yeah. like five boxes of them at the cvs because they were like a dollar a box for sure and boy i don't know if they changed the chocolate recipe or something but oh. they're just awful now no no good huh. yeah that's so I'm I'm trying to find because it's a pretty it's a pretty easy recipe. It's like yeah. chocolate and peanuts. Yeah. But for some reason chocolate. the chocolate is really bland. Would you yeah. accept like a peanut cluster that's just no. like a bunch of no. it has to be nope. individual one yep. peanut. Peanut clusters generally have caramel in them. What if it I mean, really, is there no just chocolate covered peanut like cluster? Agglomeration, yeah, exactly. Nah, man, I just, you know what? Given my druthers, they're all yeah. individual chocolate-covered nuts. Okay, that's fine. Peanuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. So yeah, mine would be the mine's the Mars bar that's or cool. delicious goobers, old school goobers that still taste good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no action figure expert. Peanut M Ms. Get the get out of here. No. Don't get out of here. But he doesn't. Don't get out of here. Stay. Stay. Know. We love you. Was um, it too much chocolate for you? 
Is it the candy no. coating? No, I like a good amount of chocolate on my peanut. Uh, sure. The chocolate covered, I'm sorry, the peanut M&Ms have like the candy. It's the candy coating. It. You want them and to also melt it's in a, your hand. It's also a different chocolate. I also, maybe that's part of the right. problem. I don't like the chocolate on okay. those either. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll eat, don't get me wrong. Right. I'll eat a peanut M&M. I'll, as long as the day, as, as, as long as the day. As exists, long as I'll the eat. day is here, yeah. you'll eat a peanut M&M. <laughs> like that old saying, as long as the day is here, yeah. I'll be yeah. eating p- peanut M&Ms, right? Sure. That's the classic saying. Yeah, why the peanut M&M part is in the classic saying, I've never understood. <laughs> yeah. It just is metaphorical in most situations. But, um, yeah. But we're talking about favorite candy. Eyes light yes. up candy, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, a little indraw of breath, like, <laughs> oh, you got to go to this house, kind of. That's what we're way talking. blank. Yeah. yeah. We're talking change your costume, come back. <laughs> Get another one. Yeah. No, I don't. I I would not recommend doing that. Cold Pop Podcast does not recommend doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, so okay. So we both get that half. out, right? Second half, right? Now you're first favorite on what is your movie. favorite horror movie? Mm-hmm. And was there a second half to that question? To that part of the question? The second half was what? What's your favorite candy? There wasn't Probably like a sub part of the horror movie. Okay. No. No. Favorite horror movie. Oh. While you're while you're contemplating, yeah. Action figure expert says as as, as long as the day is so long, <laughs> Butterfingers all day for me. Long yeah. live, <laughs> brother long live brother fingers. Yes. <laughs> oh, my favorite, my favorite candy, <laughs> brother fingers. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a separate <laughs> statement. <laughs> Either the uh, fingers of one's brother or brother yeah. fingers, leader mm-hmm. of various cults. The fingers cult, yeah. The fingers cult. Uh, butter fingers, cult fingers are good. Butterfingers are, are good. I do like butterfingers. I didn't get into butterfingers until later in life. You know, I just not until I bet you got into them because Bart Simpson started peddling them, didn't you? Um, crispy, uh, crunchy, no. peanut buttery. Crispity, crunchity, chop. Was there a chocolatey? Or am I thinking of what you... I'm thinking of chewity, chocolatey, crunchy, munchy, whatchamacallit. Oh, gee. Oh, wow. You remember that? You remember the whatchamacallit? Oh, I do. I, yeah. I, remember, I remember in my early teens going through like a whatchamacallit phase where like every time oh, I no. went to the A+. Plus, <laughs> oh, the A+, plus, which is also yeah. a thing of the past. Yeah, it used to be. <laughs> it was AM, PM. And then, and then those became A+. Plus. <laughs> a pluses, right. And then, and then they were out of business. And well, no, they got bought by 7-Eleven. And a lot of them are oh, now is that it? 7-Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite horror movie. Oh, I'm first on this one, too? Um, no. I don't have, I'll yeah. go. Okay. Uh, listen, here's the problem. I love horror movies. Okay. I'm, we- I'm wearing a Killer Clowns from Outer Space t-shirt right now. Sure. You're wearing it. Um... So that's a difficult question for me. It's like it's got to be a genre thing, like a subgenre. Like my favorite slasher movie would probably be Halloween, even though it's not technically a slasher movie. Although it begat later installments were slashers. Hmm. Um, but uh, Halloween is great. I love Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Halloween. That's it. I'm going to leave it there. Okay, there we go. I um, 
I'm, I'm, uh, this is a real odd couple scenario where I am having a hard time picking one because I don't like horror movies, right? So, at all. <laughs> so, that's there not are, true. Well, there, but here's the caveat like, yeah. there are things that are probably counted as horror that I do like, you know, that yeah. have themes that are, you know, um, like vampire or whatever. But if you're saying horror movies, like movies where the intent is that you, the audience, is scared, like that's yeah. what the director is going for. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, I can't think of any that I enjoy. Um, but I don't know what the director's intent on all of those was, right? Um, whereas there's tons of, I don't know, sci-fi movies that could be considered um, horror-esque. Um, What's the and- very first thing that came to your mind? And I'll tell you if it counts. What we do in the shadows. No. Right? So it's like that's a comedy. That's a comedy, right? Um what else? I mean, so Sandman is often counted as a horror comic, right? Sure. Some of it, it does have horror, horror elements, yeah. Right. It's got stuff that I mean, they go to hell, they deal with various things. There's a serial killer convention. Right. There is a serial killer convention in the bit in the the bit in the dire. Right, that's true. Um and, but even as it gets into more of its like core Sandman stuff, you know, there's there's definitely things that are horror, but I don't think of it as as horror. You know what I mean? Um, so what other horror movie can you, you think of anything? Get, have you seen Get Out? Haven't seen Get Out, although it does Ooh. seem interesting. Yeah. Um, but Shaun of the Dead. Haven't seen it, but would really oh want to see it. Um, just oh, didn't great. get around to it. I like their other movies. Um, w- w- what else? What else could you think of that was? I don't know. Seven. Never saw. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Do you have a television? <laughs> I do, and I've been to the movies. Um, oh. And I would see Seven. I just didn't. <laughs> um, have you ever seen The Exorcist? Nope. <laughs> Never saw it. Didn't watch the X Files. Never saw Alien. Um, oh my god! Yeah, because I heard it was scary. The X Files back when I was a kid, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to yeah. watch that." Um, what else have you got? What other horror movies do you think I might? Do you like? want me to just rattle off all the horror movies you haven't seen? I don't. No, I mean something that you think I might have seen. Something that like also could be classified as sci-fi or fantasy. That. Gosh. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? But would you consider that horror? It just has vampires in it. It's like... Right. Um, it's a real tough one to make the determination as to what is horror, because there's a lot of stuff that has the same elements, but they're not trying to make right. you skate, you know? I am bringing up... I am bringing up top uh-huh. 100 horror movies. Here we go. Let's... See what time. I can score, and my score will be how many and I have I'm not just, seen. <laughs> we're, I'm just going to go through them until we find one that you've seen. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? Ready. I'm not. Uh, the I Tingler, was. 1959. Never heard of it. <laughs> the Blair Witch Project. Ooh, tingler. Didn't see it. Was interested until I learned that it was fake, and then I was like, well, <laughs> screw that. Uh, Witchcraft Through the Ages, 1922. Nope. No. You haven't seen The Conjuring? No. No. Burning? No. 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 They look like people. No, haven't seen it. In fabric, the invitation. No, no. Paranormal activity. Didn't see it. Jesus. 
<laughs> no interest in seeing. Creep Show. You probably haven't seen nope. that. Black Christmas. Never heard of 1974. Oh, no. the stuff. Nope. Never heard of that one either. That one's about like a murder, murderous yogurt. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lake Mungo. Lake. I haven't seen Lake Mungo. Good. Good night, mommy. Uh, is news to me. The Wolfman. The Wolfman. Which one? With Lon Cheney Jr. 1941. Haven't seen it. American Werewolf in London. Ah! I loved it. Hey, that's there it. I loved hey! it. <laughs> that is a great. You know what? Yeah. That's okay. even like that's as a horror guy. Okay. Excellent choice. That's oh, my favorite horror movie. <laughs> that is a delicious choice. Excellent. American Werewolf in London. Wonderful. Cool. There's a good Thank song. You. What's that? There's also a good song. Oh, there's a good song. The do you mean the Werewolves of London, Warren yeah. Zevon? Yeah. yeah. Was that was that from before oh, I don't the know. movie? I, yeah, I don't know. There is a Leho. It's not Leho Fuck. It's it's very close to that, but it's there is one here in Philadelphia, like oh. in the song. Yeah. Uh, Mars says, "Oh yes, oh, yeah. what you call it? Chewy, uh, chocolatey, crunchy, munchy." Uh, action figure expert says on a side note would you guys consider the Saw movies a slasher film have you seen any Saw film hmm. no. no are you asking me uh, no I would I'm asking Brian yeah no I haven't seen them uh, action figure expert no th those aren't slasher films those are uh, what we call um, gosh gore porn um, gore porn yeah, it's in just, a room it, stories yeah seems like that should be a subgenre of horror right where people yeah. are trapped in a in a small area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Zombieland action figure expert? Uh, I have not seen that one, but I would. That's see a fun it. one. Like I'm, I'm looking, and especially now that they're making a sequel, I think um, I should check. There's it out. There's already a sequel. Came out like a year or two ago. Fantastic. <laughs> so I've got time. I can put it on the back burner. <laughs> so have you never seen the original Dracula or Frankenstein? I'm sorry, Dracula or Frankenstein. I don't know that I have. I, okay. oh, I think I did see Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Ah. Although Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is, is often, the book is often considered the first sci-fi story, or at least among the very first, but often oh, right. first. So, and since that movie adheres much more closely to the, to the book, Torture. that might not even be considered horror. Uh, yeah. You know, who knows? Uh, Mari says, if Buffy is in the title, it's probably not horror. <laughs> mm. uh, ah, torture porn, Robert Monroe Jr. says. Yes, torture uh -huh. porn. Thank you. Uh -huh. Gore porn, torture porn. It's all of those things. Huh. Yeah. Although oh. I do enjoy the, some of the Saw movies. I also enjoy uh, the Final Destination films, which I think are kind of a precursor oh. to the Saw films. I like those. I like. I only. I think I only saw the first and maybe second one. But is that first horror? one? Devin Sawa, man. I used to love that guy. He's Devin Sawa, if you don't know, the, the hmm. lead guy from um, not only Final Destination, but also um, Idle Hands, which is a really hmm. fun stoner horror movie, comedy. Hmm. Uh, he is in both of those films. He is now the guy who plays the dad in the Child's Play TV show hmm. on the Sci-Fi <laughs> Network called Chucky. Oh, I see. Yeah. Nice. Uh, oh, could I? So we were talking about science fiction. I mm -hmm. was talking about science fiction a second ago about how Frankenstein is the first one, right? And I have a little theory that I'd like to run by you and our and our audience here. So people say that Frankenstein is the first, or some people say there's an Edgar Allan Poe story where somebody goes to the moon, and there's a little bit of a debate. But I have one that I think predates the both of them by 
a few thousand years. The story of Icarus, right? Ah, Is that not sci-fi? There's no magic that I recall. Daedalus builds the maze, right? The Minotaur, the labyrinth for the Minotaur, and then they get imprisoned in this tower. And so to escape, he builds himself and Icarus these wings, right? Because he is a very capable inventor. And according to their knowledge of science at the time, birds fly with wings. You make these wings and you can fly if we could only make wings in the right way. I say that's sci-fi. There's no divine intervention. There's there's no any kind of magic or spirit or whatever. He just technology-wise crafts these wings. And um, then their mechanical nature fails is part of the story too, right? Wow. Like the wow. heat of the sun causes the technology to go wrong against Icarus, uh, Daedalus' warnings and Icarus and Icarus' cra- Icarus, uh, crashes. So... Is there any reason that that should not be considered science fiction? Wow. Mm. I'll buy it. I'd buy thank that you. for a dollar. All right. Thank you. Well, you can have it for free. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a dollar. That's all right. Wow. That's good. Well thank done. You. Oh, thanks. Uh, action figure expert says, what about Scream? Have, have I seen, seen it? that? Now, seen it. to be fair, yeah. to, to be uh, transparent, what it says is, P, what about Scream Stream? Have you seen that? I am translating that to, have you seen Scream? Right. I'm assuming it's also the movie with a Scream. space in between each letter. Yeah. S yeah. space C period right. R period, et cetera. Scream Stream. Um, there is a streaming platform right mm-hmm. now that I just came upon. It was like, I got like a Instagram ad for it called Scream Stream. But I'm assuming he's asking about the movie Scream. I have seen that. Uh, It's one of my all-time favorites. Um, But again, that's more of a horror comedy. But uh, Oh, is it? Yes. It's a very self-referential. Okay. Oh, right, because they like one guy knows all about the different tropes in horror movies, right? Well, not just one guy. Most of the cast of the film know all of the tropes. They're all well-versed in horror films and slasher films. So they're all well, well well-versed. It's one of those movies where all of the characters all seem to have about the same amount of Uh knowledge. Um, But uh, yeah, it is an all-time favorite of mine. It was a game changer when I saw it back in the 90s, I think Hmm. 96 maybe. Hmm. Uh, I went and saw that in the theater and I went back many times to see that movie. It really... uh, I just thought it was a lot of fun. As someone who ha- knew all the same references that they did, oh nice! I had a blast with it. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot yeah. of fun, and and I thought there was a legitimate um, who done it hmm. in there as well. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, we're well, doing me... that tomorrow night for movie club. You know, we do movie club and book club on Tuesday oh, nights. Yeah, you do on, on Zoom, and um, tomorrow night is actually going to be Scream One, and um, Molly, a friend of ours, had never seen it before. And mm. uh, uh, watched it and guessed the Who Done It. They guessed oh. Who Done It. Correct. And then other. Yeah, the director did. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's also directed by Wes Craven, who right. was the originator, the director of um, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm. as well as The Last House on the Left and a whole bunch of movies. But nice. um, this was like his comeback movie and like really. Oh, had he been out of the. The light of success yeah. for a little while. Yes. Yes. I got you. He made a couple of stinkers. Um, and this is what really put him back on the map. Oh, good. And, um, Interesting turn for it, you know, to have created some of those tropes and yeah. then evolve into commenting on Reference them. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, that's one of the things I like the most about um, two things that are referencing the same stuff. Uh, what is it? Well, let's answer it real quick. Robert Monroe Jr. How can he get? I'm typing it up. You go ahead. Excellent. You continue with what you're saying. I'm typing up a banner for it. So um, the Orville and Star Trek Lower Decks both in different ways are like very referential of their source material, which is basically Star Trek, but a little just general sci-fi, although with Lower Decks, pretty much just Star Trek. Um, and it, they do a really good job of not making fun of those things. They have fun with those things. You know what I mean? They make jokes that you will appreciate if you also love those things and tell good stories in the midst of it, right? It's not just about the, the jokes, um, which um, is a really cool thing to be able to do, you know, for any genre to uh, have fun with it, but also do it well at the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, to answer Robert's question, I put up a banner here. It's a Facebook group. And the name of it is simply JD's Hero Complex Book Club. It's the name of my store hmm. plus book club. So JD's cool. Hero Complex Book Club. Uh, basically, it's a what would you call that? A, it's a private group. But if you just at request approval, I'll just let you in. It's fine. That's um, cool. And then we do it on Zoom at eight o'clock on Tuesday nights. And this Tuesday, tomorrow night is going to hmm. be Scream. And then next Tuesday is going to be, I believe, Far Sector from N.K. Jemisin. It's a DC Green Lantern book. So it's not always a book or a movie, but it's an alternating. Yes. Sometimes you do a movie and then the next week you'll do a yes. graphic novel. Yeah. Movie book, movie book, movie book. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. um, so what if people wanted to pay book. to see more of this kind of thing? Would, uh, I don't know do why that? they would, but if they did want to, yeah. uh, they could definitely go to patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. You <laughs> can help us out that way. The banner is on the screen here as well. Yeah. We've, uh, I think we've got 19 patrons right now, which is That's very cool. nice. And um, I'm actually going to be starting a new stickers tier where I'm going to be designing a new sticker every month and sending it to you. I just <laughs> have to actually sit down and create that. Um, but for now, I'm going to be sending out this month. Everyone who's a Patreon right now gets the suck blood fuck forever sticker that I, that I drew. Uh, speaking of what we do in the shadows. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so the yeah. TV spinoff. Uh, yes. Also very, very funny. And you don't need to see one to see the other. If you don't want to, they're not really, uh, they're in the same continuity, but not related and just finished up its third season. Really good. And uh, I'm trying to bring up on my Instagram, my friend, Julia, hmm. um, I'll show you her, her Halloween costume. Oh, all right. And her boyfriend. I'm going to make myself bigger here. Hold on. Yeah. Ah, uh, excellent. Colin Robinson and Nadja. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was very cool. cool. Very cool. Um, she's Ooh, Mars Comics is into Far Sector. Uh, as were we, JD, you didn't, you didn't finish it, right? You were out. Yet. To, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm gonna That's though. Good. Actually, I've, it's, I'm not, I've so far removed from far sector. I'm so behind on it that yeah. I'm just going to start from issue one. I'm just going to read the trade paperback from scratch. That makes sense. Yeah. For next week's. Yeah. So Mars comics, if you're, if you're available next Tuesday night, we'll be yeah. doing far sector. So you're more than welcome to join us. Very cool. Hey, uh, Noel mentioned a question earlier, right? He, we, oh, we he said, did. Hey, no. You got any questions for us to talk about? And like, he said, favorite margarita, because he was drinking a margarita at the time. Yes, he asked. A, he did ask us actually two questions. 
one, would we choose a strawberry, passion fruit, mango, or lime margarita? Um, and uh, I think JD said strawberries all day, and I said mango at the moment, but I love the, the name passion fruit, so that's cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said then, what comic series do you wish had a follow-up, and or what abandoned series do you want a conclusion to? Mm. Which is a good question. Do you have an answer for that? Does anybody in the comments have an answer for that? Anything? That yeah, they, write your uh, comment. Be cool. in the, yeah. Write your answers in the comments so that I can steal it because I don't have an answer just yet. I'm thinking. Yeah, you know, everyone will be able to see it, JD. We'll know. <laughs> and also, I just said it there. out loud. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Um, um, well, <laughs> what comic series do I wish had a follow up? Yeah. Preacher. Follow, like some something that was canceled or something that finished, but you would like a second part to. Uh, trying to think of what canceled things. There's one I saw so long ago. One issue, Misericordia. It's very interestingly drawn thing. And I never saw another one of it about this like underground society and a robot or something. Um, and the, the surface of the planet earth is all, is all sand and, and unlivable. Um, there was an infinite horizon. Uh, what was it called? Oh, yeah. It was kind of like a retelling of the Odyssey, sort of loosely based. And that was one that I remember not finishing. Shield for a while, but it did finish. So they event, uh, Jonathan Aikman eventually did conclude his um, Shield run, which was really good. But I, I just haven't read it. Yet. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm confused here. I'm getting check I'm on my Facebook notifications. I see that Robert Monroe Jr. reacted to a photo I posted in my book club group. So he must be in the group because unless someone else let him in. Oh, wait, that's weird. Robert Monroe Jr. asked to join JD's. He's not. A, hmm. He hasn't been approved yet. Hmm. There, I just approved you. Infiltrate. It probably just went backwards in time. But he was reacting to my post before that's I approved strange. him. Hmm. Facebook is weird. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, uh, action figure expert asks me, he says, I, uh, I guess you have never seen a single zombie movie or the walking dead. Oh. And that is, Oh no, I did see 28 days later. Um, I like that Ooh. movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. So that was cool. Absolutely. 20 days yeah. later is awesome with Killian Murphy. Yeah, for sure. Also, so Christopher good. Eccleston. Um, yeah. In a, Doctor uh, Who. Doctor Who. The Doctor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck you. And that's the character's name, man. <laughs> Although, weirdly enough, weirdly enough, Tom Baker, the pre-reboot, most famous character guy to play the Doctor, will sometimes refer to the character as Doctor Who. It's ah. like, you, you played the role. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's very strange. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? The dreaming waking hours, which just concluded oh, yeah. is so it, this just happened, right? It, um, was a follow up. It's in the Sandman universe, G Willow Wilson. And I was loving it. It just took me back to the same kind of world and writing that game in and Mike Carey did in Sandman and Lucifer. Like I felt at that level and, uh, art as well. And they were, they wrapped up their story in 12 issues, but they were laying seeds as those books uh, do that like this character could grow in a, in a really cool way or like this other thing could happen or this, this story point could really be 
examined further. Um, and it was canceled. So I don't know if it was canceled because this really was all that she was planning on writing or right. if there could have been another five or six years of it. But um, that was a real bummer when I read it last week and I was like, when does the next one come out? And um, nothing. It's not. You know what I would like? What is it? Uh, there was a, a series that was uh, canceled a bunch of times. Spider-Girl. Okay. Oh, yeah. Spider-Girl. Yeah. Uh, which was basically... Um, May Mayday Parker, uh-huh. who was Mary Jane and Peter Parker's daughter, uh, mm-hmm. who actually exists in continuity, in regular 616 continuity. Uh, she's out there. Um, MJ and Peter just don't know about her. Right. She's and out there. She could be two months or 10 years old. Yeah, depending, depending on, on yeah, whatever they wanted. To, yeah. Right. Um, but they, they they did a thing called what if M you know MJ uh, or what if well, I'm sorry what if Mayday became Spider Girl or something like that right uh, and that one shot that one what if was so popular that they made a series called Spider Girl yeah. yeah and um, they kept trying to cancel it and every time they canceled it or got news that they would be canceling it uh, there would be a huge letter writing campaign and they'd be like all right fuck geez never mind we won't cancel it and not just um, a series too it spawned an MC two universe right yes. remember there were like other yeah. titles that were in that world yeah. yeah um so uh yeah i would like them to revisit it i think that might be kind of fun that would be it, that would be fun. there was something about the way they did it that felt like early peter parker stanley and steve co yeah spider-man yeah yeah definitely it really it recaptured really- that that feel that lightning in a bottle somehow they yeah. were able to sort of mimic that sort of style and i was really impressed mm. yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know what i it, this reminds me of this so this isn't a comic that was canceled this is something that never happened but looked like it was going to happen um there was in i forget if it was in 52 or a little bit before that but i think they were a group in 52 um donna troy kyle rayner Jason Todd and the Ryan Choi Adam like seemed as though they were going to get thrown together as a team. And yeah. I was like, that's a real cool team, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, they just, I think that that would be a really cool mix of personalities. Like those characters from that time to write a, a group of stories about, you know? That's not, that does sound cool. Yeah. Uh, Mars comics had commented way of the rat. I don't know that one. But I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, oh, I do remember this. It was a cross-gen book by Chuck Dixon, oh. uh, who is sadly a comics gate guy now, I think. But um, I do, I remember this. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a better answer out there for me, right? Like something that right? I yeah. was really disappointed that didn't keep going, yeah. that I just don't remember now um, from a while ago. Yeah. Huh. Uh, oh, I would like Ben Riley. I always like Ben Riley Scarlet Spider series. Oh, okay. But of course, Ben Riley is now in the Amazing Spider-Man, so he's hmm. Hmm. he's around. He's around. But yeah. Oh, I'd like to see more out of DC One Million. Um. <laughs> really? Okay. I would. Or or uh, what's that? Grant Morrison. Yeah. Grant Morrison's DC One Million. In fact, I have one of them on my uh, rack of comics which have stuck with me these are either just like things that i remember one or two it's not visible on screen it's a little lower but it's there um 
And you know what, really? That's just one of my main action figure desires is a DC 1 million Superman along with a oh, wave yeah. rider, right? Oh, yeah. And nice. So I think that's yeah. like trickling in. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd take anything. You know, it was a cool series. Chronos. Uh, the this was a guy you remember Kronos, the Adam villain um it was a guy who had like a black suit with like blue kind of lines all over it was very Aztec influenced in the 90s and I believe he was of Aztec descent or Mesoamerican descent um and he could travel through time and I liked it <laughs> I think so it was what, what? Was that DC, DC or DC? Yeah, he was somebody. I don't know if he had Kronos. Is if his name is even Kronos? He's one of the Adams only villains. Chrono, Kronos. He was in that awesome um, Justice League animated. Remember the Out of Time yeah. one? Uh, he was like the main bad guy in that one. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Right. Cool. Good question, but I can't think yeah. of what I feel like is my true answer. You know. Action figure expert. I was upset when Marvel Max comics like The Punisher and War Machine got canceled. Oh, all right. That was that the like harder edged, yes. more adult kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. All right. Anything else before we jet? Hmm. I. Uh, well, you know, earlier on in the show, I, you remember we started off. I said, w- w- "You're <laughs> this is definitely events." And you said events in my life or in oh, general right. comics events. And what you said, you thought I was going to say Armageddon 2001. And I'll say that's a little different because events in those days, right? That was like a bookend kind of event yeah. where you had, yeah. which is also on this rack um, because, uh, because of a few moments in issue number two that have returned to me over the years. Uh, yeah. um, and the real thing with that event was like, the first story and the last story, but all of the annuals were like different unconnected um, stories of what could happen 10 years in the future in 2001. Whereas Blackest Night was a comics event that told, I mean, it had a bunch of shows, but yeah. 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 Um, So I would count them as two different kinds of things. Um, But I was going to say, what do you think makes it our greatest thing? But you know, that's maybe a topic for another day. Um, they need to make an Armageddon 2001 omnibus. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I would read the shit out of that. Ooh, I might. And I don't buy omnibuses, right? They're a little too rich for my blood. But, um, man, I would get that Armageddon 2001 omnibus. I yeah. love those. I think of so many of those still. I think of, like, uh, Wally West... Mm-hmm. His future is that he he's retired from being the Flash and he reads the like sales catalogs every day at super speed. And that's why he's like the greatest salesman there because he's like so well versed. And that moment has just stuck with me. In addition to him transferring, his son is born with super speed, but no aura. Right. Yeah. So he can't run or else it'll it'll really hurt him. So Wally West at the end transfers the uh, the aura to that. I think a lot of how Superman became president right yeah. when he has his secret identity revealed because it gets he gets all shot up you know yeah. um there's another one where he married um maxima because lois got killed yes and they're making out on her tombstone tombstone yeah brutal classic why did they do that in comics didn't cyclops and emma frost do that too why would you do that what 
would possess any of those people. They had to drive there. Right. They They had to go to the grave. Yeah. (laughs) That's like a really long journey from wherever Maxima was. Um, I bet you she was like, you know, it'd be hot. If we made out on Lois and and Superman, having completely changed as a person, is like, (laughs) you know, all right, right. that would be hot. (laughs) Let's let's do that. Um, And uh, whatever happened to Maxima? I always thought I always liked Maxima, but she hasn't been around in a long time. Quite a while, yeah. Quite a while. I don't remember seeing her in the New Fifty Two. No, I don't think so. Uh, Or even for a while before that, I think. Um, Yeah, I always liked her. Um, what else was in that Armageddon 2001? Right. He's always, yeah. he's, oh, a wave rider through, there's like a framing device throughout the whole story where he keeps seeing a different hero's hand and he's trying to remember who saved him as a mm-hmm. kid. And it was fun while you're reading it because you got to look and be like, oh, I know that hand. Oh, that's Superman's yeah. hand. That Ooh. one's Green Lantern. That's the Flash. That's you know, got all the three things on it. That's Batman. Yeah, that's Batman right there. And so that was really fun. And some of the more obscure ones where, you know, you're like, oh, I got the, you know, I got it. Um, and then at the end, it turns out to be him, his own hand. Spoiler alert. And that's right. Spoiler alert. Delivered after the spoiler. <laughs> um, and I loved that idea. The whole like causal loop thing yeah you know i I i'm a sucker for that love that kind of thing i love the the way that you stretch out mentally when thinking about the uh, temporal stuff Mm -hmm. you know things that are when they were but when they weren't they never were you know that Mm -hmm. kind of thing um or causal loops that play out as you will Uh, sometimes i think about that when i'm watching an old tv show and i remember that a scene is coming up but i don't know how it gets there and yeah. then the players move into place, you know, and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they enact what I recall. Um, yeah. I love that kind of thing. And so, Oh, wave rider was always a, was always a, a big hit with me because he can travel through time mm-hmm. on his own. Right. Yeah. yeah. And how that, he, that's when he touches somebody, I would love, although I'm a little afraid of it. I'm a little afraid of being Just able to in case you screw time. something up. Yeah. Well, right. Like um, I feel like I might get, stuck trying to perfect something oh like you'd keep going back interesting now let me ask you this jd what if you just went to the future and like the far future and availed yourself of their future knowledge that'd be a cool thing to do with time travel too Mm. right and then come back yeah yeah that way Um, you would would, yeah you'd have a, a much better uh grasp as you were doing things Oh, that's true, too. I just meant yeah. as an end unto itself, like oh, learn their stuff. Yeah. But or go back and observe. See, I love really ancient history, right? Like the ancienter, the better for me. And I would love to go back and see how these things played out, because I think it tells us a lot about who we are. You know, it's like um, it's like getting a parallax view of a star is how astronomers figure out their position, I believe, mm. where you view from here and then over there. And you kind of triangulate where that star is. I feel like that is what history does for us is you see how we or ancient history specifically when how we were so long ago and the similarities and differences to what we are now. Um, Booster Gold. He does. He does. Oh, he does seem to mess things up. Well, I don't know that he actually does. I don't know. How I, much I liked what they did with Jeff John when Jeff Johns did it. It was yeah. something about something akin to like 
he pretends to be dumb. Right. So that nobody suspects that he is actually taking care of stuff temporal wise and they don't try to go after him and make sure that he never existed. Also remember wave rider did change things every time. Yeah. That was the the annoying thing. That was the annoying thing about that, that um, it's ingenious marketing wise, or as far as storytelling wise, because you have different, because I remember thinking like, but Superman has multiple series he's got action comics he's got man of steel he's got superman Superman. he's got adventures of superman adventures of superman yeah and every time the wave rider he would touch superman's hand and would see that future but upon seeing that future that future would never happen real quantum mechanics influenced kind of story beat i think and but it was also a story element like that was how he found out that um I, I remember in issue two, the this, the final issue of it, it's like the fact that he has been changing history every time is important to the plot. Like the reason he's doing all this is to figure out which hero will betray the other heroes and become monarch. So he's yeah. looking ahead into their future and he's, I believe monarch is like, <laughs> this was one of those things where I knew you had to go back so that I become monarch. And, um, and then he's like, ah, he got me, Monarch. Ah, and then he does become classic. Monarch. Classic Monarch. It is literally yeah. classic Monarch. This is yeah. as he was in the past, so he is now. Um, or in the future. Action figure expert says, uh, if I was able to time travel, I would give myself a sports almanac from the future. That's a good yeah. idea. Also, yeah. some stock information is probably very smart. Mm. Um, you know, if you can find something that uh, isn't worth a lot right now, but will be later. Um, but then he got in hot, hot tub time machine. He goes back. Um, yes. he winds up giving his, his younger self, mm-hmm. the information, invest in Google. Right. Or something like that. Seems to start Google. Right. Cause it's, yeah. it's called Lugal. something different. Right. His name is Lou. Right. It's called Lugal. Which, Maybe. Oh, you know what it is? I think he, inv- you know what? I think he invests in Apple. Oh, okay. And right, then right. creates Lugal. Right. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, too, because in the real world, there are a lot of people that have similar ideas at around the same time. And only one of them sometimes becomes like yeah. the dominant cultural force that Google or the telephone or whatever is or um, calculus was invented by two people at roughly the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Newton and a guy named Leibniz who became famous is a famous as a philosopher, um, but he's not known for calculus. Um, So I wonder, even if you went back and you're like, here's how to make a search engine. Could you be the ask Jeeves (laughs) search engines, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, who knows? So invest in things that you already know are going to work. Yeah. Maybe try to prevent stuff from happening. Although that brings up an interesting question, JD, right? What if... This is the last question. I got to go. This is it. What if you go back in time and you prevent some horrible thing from happening, right? And you save a lot of people. It's like almost unilaterally considered a good thing. And I, and I wouldn't say that it wasn't. The question is, do you become worse because you now prevent all of the, all of the events, all of the people who would have been born in your original timeline from existing at all, right? They never lived. They didn't just meet a terrible end. 
they never got to exist in any way. Unless, of course, the multiverse is the case. And then going back in time to change something doesn't matter anyway, because everything exists that possibly can somewhere. I, I do that every time I masturbate. You go back in Kill time and change something? People who could have existed and now they won't because they're you, in a tissue. And not to mention the ejaculate. <laughs> you <laughs> can't. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it really is quite a lot of work I'm going through. <laughs> yeah. It's, why do you, it? I don't yeah. know. It's. Um, <laughs> It's oh, your thing. My cheeks, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm a, I'm a baby. I make potty jokes. All right, thank you so much for hanging out with us for this nothing of a show. This yeah. was actually quite a bit of fun. I enjoyed this very much. Yeah, Hopefully me you too. Enjoyed it out there. Hope um, you guys did too. Let us know what yeah. you thought about it if you liked it. Only. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you thought if you liked it. Yeah. And what you liked about it and nice yeah. things about us, the yeah. people who were here. Listen. Send us compliments. Yeah. Um, you can send us your money, uh, your compliments in sure. the form of money at patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. If you don't have money, you can also just send us compliments. You can rate us, rate That's and review us on iTunes and all that other stuff. Send your pictures. Um, Send us your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> photographs. Just with drawings, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that sort of stuff. Mars says, great show. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Robert says, Comics. the Tissue People is a great name for a band. Yeah. Um, and we're freaking out of here. I got to go do my orders before midnight. Cool. cool. Uh, love you guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. It means the world to us. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah.